You're listening to the weekly Bible lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, June 11, 2023. Subject, God the Preserver of Man. The golden text is from Psalms. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. The responsive reading is from Psalms. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice the earth melted. Be still, and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. I will read from the Bible. Psalms O love the Lord, all ye his saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful. Isaiah Strengthen ye the weak hands, and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joys upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Joel Therefore also now, saith the Lord, turn ye even to me with all your heart, and with fasting, and with weeping, and with mourning. And rend your heart, and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repenteth him of the evil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten, and ye shall eat in plenty, and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, that hath dealt wondrously with you. And it shall come to pass, that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, 
as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Second Kings And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is an holy man of God. Let us make a little chamber, and it shall be, when he cometh to us, that he shall turn in thither. And it fell on a day that he came thither, and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi his servant, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily she hath no child, and her husband is old. And when he had called her, she stood in the door, and he said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And the woman conceived, and bare a son at that season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life. And when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father to the reapers, and he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said to a lad, Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon, and then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, and shut the door upon him, and went out. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. He said to Gehazi his servant, Run now, I pray thee, to meet her, and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. And the mother of the child said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her. And when Elisha was come into the house, behold, the child was dead, and laid upon his bed. He went in, therefore, and shut the door upon them twain, and prayed unto the Lord. And he stretched himself upon the child, and the flesh of the child waxed warm. And the child sneezed seven times, and the child opened his eyes. Then she went in and fell at his feet, and bowed herself to the ground, and took up her son, and went out. And there was a great famine in Samaria. Then spake Elisha unto the woman, whose son he had restored to life, saying, Arise, and go thou and thine household, and sojourn wheresoever thou canst sojourn. For the Lord hath called for a famine. 
and it shall also come upon the land seven years. And the woman arose and did after the saying of the man of God. And she went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistines seven years. And it came to pass at the seven years' end that the woman returned out of the land of the Philistines. And she went forth to cry unto the king for her house and for her land. And the king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me, I pray thee, all the great things that Elisha hath done. And it came to pass, as he was telling the king how he had restored a dead body to life, that, behold, the woman, whose son he had restored to life, cried to the king for her house and for her land. And Gehazi said, My lord, O king, this is the woman, and this is her son, whom Elisha restored to life. So the king appointed unto her a certain officer, saying, Restore all that was hers, and all the fruits of the field since the day that she left the land, even until now. Isaiah In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. I shall now read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. In Divine Science Man is sustained by God, the divine principle of being. From beginning to end, the scriptures are full of accounts of the triumph of spirit, mind over matter. Moses proved the power of mind by what men called miracles. So did Joshua, Elijah, and Elisha. The Christian era was ushered in with signs and wonders. Divine love always has met and always will meet every human need. It is not well to imagine that Jesus demonstrated the divine power to heal only for a select number or for a limited period of time, since to all mankind, and in every hour, divine love supplies all good. The miracle of grace is no miracle to love. Jesus demonstrated the inability of corporeality as well as the infinite ability of spirit, thus helping erring human sense 
to flee from its own convictions and seek safety in divine science. When speaking of God's children, not the children of men, Jesus said, The kingdom of God is within you. That is, truth and love reign in the real man, showing that man in God's image is unfallen and eternal. Jesus beheld in science the perfect man, who appeared to him where sinning mortal man appears to mortals. In this perfect man, the Savior saw God's own likeness, and this correct view of man healed the sick. Thus Jesus taught that the kingdom of God is intact, universal, and that man is pure and holy. The relations of God and man, divine principle and idea, are indestructible in science, and science knows no lapse from nor return to harmony, but holds the divine order or spiritual law in which God and all that he creates are perfect and eternal to have remained unchanged in its eternal history. The facts of divine science should be admitted, although the evidence as to these facts is not supported by evil, by matter, or by material sense, because the evidence that God and man coexist is fully sustained by spiritual sense. Man is and forever has been, God's reflection. God is infinite, therefore ever-present, and there is no other power nor presence. Hence, the spirituality of the universe is the only fact of creation. Let God be true, but every material man a liar. When once destroyed by divine science, the false evidence before the corporeal senses disappears. Hence the opposition of sensuous man to the science of soul, and the significance of the scripture, the carnal mind is enmity against God. The central fact of the Bible is the superiority of spiritual over physical power. Every trial of our faith in God makes us stronger. The more difficult seems the material condition to be overcome by spirit, the stronger should be our faith and the purer our love. The Apostle John says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Here is a definite and inspired proclamation of Christian science.
Trials are proofs of God's care. Spiritual development germinates not from seed sown in the soil of material hopes, but when these decay, love propagates anew the higher joys of spirit, which have no taint of earth. Each successive stage of experience unfolds new views of divine goodness and love. In moral chemicalization, when the symptoms of evil, illusion, are aggravated, we may think in our ignorance that the Lord hath wrought an evil. But we ought to know that God's law uncovers so-called sin and its effects, only that truth may annihilate all sense of evil and all power to sin. As mortals reach, through knowledge of Christian science, a higher sense, they will seek to learn, not from matter, but from the divine principle God, how to demonstrate the Christ, truth, as the healing and saving power. This is the doctrine of Christian science that divine love cannot be deprived of its manifestation or object, that joy cannot be turned into sorrow, for sorrow is not the master of joy, that good can never produce evil, that matter can never produce mind, nor life result in death. The perfect man governed by God, his perfect principle, is sinless and eternal. The exterminator of error is the great truth that God, good, is the only mind, and that the supposititious opposite of infinite mind, called devil or evil, is not mind, is not truth but error, without intelligence or reality. Mind is the master of the corporeal senses and can conquer sickness, sin, and death. Exercise this God-given authority. Rise in the strength of spirit to resist all that is unlike good. God has made man capable of this, and nothing can vitiate the ability and power divinely bestowed on man. Let unselfishness, goodness, mercy, justice, health, holiness, love, the kingdom of heaven, reign within us and sin, disease, and death will diminish until they finally disappear. Let us accept science, relinquish all theories based on sense testimony, give up imperfect models and elusive ideals, and so let us have one God, one mind, and that one perfect, 
producing his own models of excellence. One infinite God good unifies men and nations, constitutes the brotherhood of man, ends wars, fulfills the scripture, love thy neighbor as thyself, annihilates pagan and Christian idolatry, whatever is wrong in social, civil, criminal, political, and religious codes, equalizes the sexes, annuls the curse on man, and leaves nothing that can sin, suffer, be punished, or destroyed. I will now read the three daily duties as given by Mary Baker Eddy in the Church Manual. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind, and govern them. A Rule for Motives and Acts Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged, and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you, either when asleep or when awake. This lesson is provided by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of citations from the King James Bible and from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, 1910 edition by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening.
and have a blessed day.